0: spend a moment with some remarkable people and discover what the life sounds like what would you ask welcome to our We and air an audio encounter i'm Arman Nafei and each episode will feature one conversation with an inspiring friend of mine who will share with us the soundtrack to the life Beautiful people and greetings from sunny Oceanside, California. And welcome back to another episode of Are We On Air? This week's guest is the wonderful DJ and musician that is perel Do you know that feeling when someone or somebody is in your orbits of friends and social circles, but you never actually had the chance to meet yet? Well, that was the case with Parel and I. We've known each other for quite some time, but never actually bumped into each other. And I first discovered this German born DJ through her fun DJ sets on Brooklyn's The Lot Radio, which if you haven't already checked it out, is a great channel for discovering music and DJs. <clears throat> Here a little shameless plug. I also happened to play it on that channel, so I'm sure you can find my set somewhere in the internet archive. But when she just released a new EP on one of my favorite labels, that is Compact Records, Go Cologne, I just had to reach out a voila, Perel also happened to be in Los Angeles, so a couple of weeks ago we sat down for tea at the Chateau Marmont and had a lovely chat about Italo Disco, the renaissance of Electro Clash and our shared love for Eurotrash. But we also talked about her current rise to DJ stardom. And all I can say is, watch this space. Oh, and we also had a little surprise guest appearance by our fellow German friend, creative director, and Germany's next top model, jury member, that is Thomas (laughs) Heyo. I mean, literally a little German circle at the Chateau. If you haven't already, Then do follow us on Instagram, support us on patreon.com slash areweonair and listen to the playlists on Spotify and on Apple Music. On that note, let's get to it as we have a lot of fun stories and musica, musik on our way. I'll speak to you soon. Welcome to Are We On Air, Perel.
1: Hello, hello.
0: We're here at the Chateau, having a little drink, an afternoon, vino and a tea, finally we got together.
1: Yes, we two little (laughs) (laughs) Chermanskis. (laughs) Chermanskis! Yeah, I'm very glad you invited me, very honored, Uh, actually. Yeah? Yes, I am, I really love the show, I mean, impressed, very.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'm very impressed with you as well. That's why you're on the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> i was
0: sorry. <laughs> go support the Germans. <laughs>
1: the Tremanskis.
0: So you you live in New York, right? Yes,
1: I do. Yeah, since 2020. middle In the middle of the pandemic, um, my boyfriend and me decided to go to New York, um, like following the call of his dad to work with him, not actually just him, like for his dad. And you know, I mean, I had no shows. I was like the dramatized artist. So I said, okay, let's do it. There's nothing else more to lose, so.
0: (laughs) Well. Uh, I guess you were also very productive artistically speaking during the pandemic because you had some fantastic releases and one of them on our friend's label uh, andcar compact <laughs> compact records
1: yeah that that's actually a really crazy story about um i was actually working on my second album for d f a records um but the label completely um shut down internally i have to say um oh. they
0: yeah, because they, they kind of, does, does yeah. it still exist? Or?
1: It's, it's real, it's real. They have now a anniversary party, <laughs> which is very surprising to me, given the fact they uh, yeah didn't really interact with their artists uh, in the last two years in terms of bringing out their album. So I really had to take a lawyer and it was really disappointing. It was my dream label and then uh yeah they suddenly said they were not able to perform as a label anymore and all the artists that had upcoming releases were like and that was literally in the middle of the pandemic were like yeah pretty much overwhelmed by that but those kind of news and including me i they didn't pay me so i had like advanced my whole second album and then yeah and luckily um compact stepped in because we always wanted to work together but we couldn't because i had an exclusive deal with dfa Ah, records and then i took out a couple of tracks i released uh, one of the lp tracks to running back at jansen's label They were all very supportive. And then I actually started almost over again because I didn't want to release an album that was meant to be for DFA. I always said, like, if I commit to Compact, I first said no because it was too much for me Um, that uh, DFA literally dropped all the artists. Um, So then I started over again and, and all the tracks are coming out right now. I produced last year in 2021. And then, yeah.
0: Did you go for a harder, like more compact sound?
1: No, because I knew that's not what they wanted. Yeah. They wanted like the kind of classic Perel style. And um, yeah, and that's what I, I actually didn't really think about what I release or what I reproduce, And let's just see what comes out. And um, yeah, here we are.
0: Here we are. You know, but before we get into your sound of today, let's start with where you started off with... What's your earliest significant musical memory that shaped you as an artist?
1: Oh, I actually think um, there were plenty. I would not bring it down to one. I think definitely my older brother's music collections, like something like like Deepesh Mode stuff. I have two older brothers, like really older brothers, like one turns 50. <laughs> so I'm the little younger, completely different generation. Um, but um, I remember before he moved out, my oldest brother listening to Deepesh Mode and Any Lennox, and I didn't know what it is, I just thought it's very cool. Mm-hmm. And then later on in, um, I think my other brother, he's also older than me, he had a 2 Unlimited <laughs> record. No 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 no, <laughs> no 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 there's no limit that was pretty pretty pretty
0: let's pick that phone that one for you as the earliest
1: significant <laughs> <laughs> musical memory Yeah I would say definitely I still have that cassette because I sneaked that from my bloggers collection and, and right. I still have it somewhere in my storage in Berlin Yeah so I choose to unlimited no limit
0: You grew up in Berlin, right? No, I didn't. Where did you grow up?
1: Um I am from Saxony, deep Saxony, Erzgebirge, or or Mountains uh, in, in English, mm. yes. So there's just nothing but beautiful landscapes. Um and then I escaped to Berlin at some point. Yes. And how
0: would you describe yourself with three records, three songs? I know it's very difficult, but
1: I would say it's yeah. the Cure, Boys Don't Cry. Girls, spice up your life.
2: (laughs) but (laughs)
1: um, I think um, there's also definitely some love parade um, uh, moments going on. Like, um, what's the track called? The the, the West BAM? West BAM, yes, (laughs) definitely. Uh, uh. Well, well, it's like it's embarrassing not to know the track. It's one on my. One love,
0: one future.
1: Yeah, something like that. But there was there was like also another one from Doctor Motta No,
0: Doctor Motta and Westbam. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. a couple of every year they created yeah. one song like, to but Jibble, there was under the there, theme.
1: Like there was one song like um that, uh sunshine. Yeah, sunshine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Because these are all memories from my early childhood, yeah. and everything that comes up later is just still there but it's it's not as emo- as a, as emotional as those kind of stuff that you you know obviously and I think definitely these are did, had a big impact on me like the raviness of those love parade pictures you had in TV and what came out when you were a kid and then like also my older brother's music collection where I was definitely too young to understand but rediscovered all that music in the 2000s later so
0: I guess we're the same age-ish. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. If it's like early 90s, you just mentioned Two Unlimited and now like the Love Parade tracks. The sound was pretty hard for being even in the charts in like in popular mediums and consciousness. Yeah like we're talking about like 135 ppm tracks or more, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and imagine like you're, you're at kindergarten or something and the <laughs> yeah. first thing you ever discover is like, you're like, I mean, as I said, my brother's 15 years old, there's a different generation. And they had those kind of stuff. And yeah. even before you understand what's going on, you hear that kind of music, what kind of impact it has on you, yeah. you know? So. Especially in Germany. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely, yes.
0: Well, you're a touring DJ artist, if I may say so. Yeah,
1: I would say so, yeah. Touring electronic music artist because I also play live. Oh, mm-hmm. fancy. Fount- mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely, yeah. I, I, my, my signature sound or sets are like hybrid DJ sets, which I include my own music and then I vocalize, sing on them. And then now with um, the new records coming out, um, I I also tour live, obviously.
0: Did you obviously? I just I guess you're just starting to tour again. But was there any gig in the past that really stuck with you that was so special, either playing for somebody or a big gig?
1: Yeah, I would say like Sonar by Day, where I performed a live show exactly the way I always imagined. I was so picky with myself, and um, I had also a lot of self-doubts, to be honest. Um, And I had a performance that was like, the way I personally loved it, and then also got picked from all the magazines and Resident Advisor as the top key five live show from the whole festival. And it was so, I was, that was overwhelming to me because I finally felt like I get something in return that, you know, and and gave me the confidence to go out there alone performing. And it was a big step for me. Yeah. What,
0: what year was that?
1: 2019. 19. Yeah.
0: Just before. That Just was...
1: Just before, yes.
0: Would you consider 2019 to be your breakout year as like going from like, you know, cool underground to suddenly, okay, my name is out there now.
1: I would say no. It was it started a little earlier. I would say in 2018 when my DFA record came out. Even by the end of 2017, I feel like that opened up like a completely new world to me, from an underground to an international platform of artists. Yeah. I also would commit to more alcohol, but I have- don't drink your tea. Yeah. But- I just. I had such a detox um, moment last week where this last Cor- week. <laughs> this uh, Korean guy literally just completely took me apart mentally oh. and physically <laughs> where he had like this acupuncture machine where like thousands of needles literally just hammer in your body like on your brain like your head on your whole spine along your kidneys and then you always think you're not gonna survive this because you just, the, the, the kind of pain you experience, it's just like fall off everything you've ever had. And I'm talking about like, I'm a woman, I know what it's like to be on a period pain, right? So, and and then, he, and then he takes this cup and soaks out all the inflamed blood of your body. It sounds very disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting and like on many levels, uh-huh. but it makes sense. There is like all the kind of inflamed stuff that accumulates in your body. It makes you feel bad, not fit. Um, and yeah, and then you you just think in between, yes, you're gonna die. <laughs> Which I did, My, yeah. And then afterwards you feel like reborn.
0: And after it's the win straight to play a <laughs> Uh
1: Two days later, yes. Yeah. But I just wanted to recover and not, like he said, my my liver is relatively weak. And I'm actually not drinking. I think it's just stress. So uh, that's chamomile tea today, you know? Yes,
0: some chamomile tea. You know? <laughs> We just mentioned compact records, which is basically the beginning of my career as well, in a very emotional, nostalgic way. And listening to your uh, latest releases, I can hear in a faint distance some revival of like Electro Clash and Italo Disco somewhere. Is there, is there a revival? Is there something where we, this is where we where we're at? This is a new sound basically?
1: I have to say, I think so, yes. But that was always a, the kind of music I loved. And I can't tell you why, because I'm too young for that kind of music. But um, like Electro Clash 80s, even let's say late 70s kind of fascinated me all the time. I can't tell you why. It just maybe do does something to me, the kind of appreciator sounds. Yeah. And it's not like I'm sitting there and think, okay, what am I gonna do that sounds like the next type? I'm not, it's not working like that. No. If you do it, it sounds awful. I had that. <laughs> it's just, I think it's just following my instinct for and the love for both like, uh, very indie-ish organic sounds, and then also electronic music and then something in between, obviously, comes out in the end, yeah.
0: I love I love that you speak or sing German on top of the tracks. It has something very, like, Zweiraumwohnung, Miss Kitten, you know, that, that period. I, I love that you're bringing that, that sound back.
1: Yeah, I mean, these are, like, my big idols, but in terms of, like, how I ever experienced kind of electronic music for the first time at all, like, not as a kid but as a teenager and then seeing like zwei raumwohnung or miss kid and I didn't even know who they were like I was just hearing them in the radio and um also I have to say DJ Hell was a big
0: I was about to say my uh,
1: absolutely yeah. that was that was my in the in the mid and 2000s the first time I went on a festival ever you know and then seeing those people there I was just like that you know like <laughs> I love the kind of electro sound more than actually like this classic house music yeah. stuff yeah. which I like but this felt more natural to mm-hmm. who I am and where I'm from mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, and it's that,
0: a bit warmer it's a bit uh,
1: It's. Funkier. I don't I don't want really to say it's warmer or funkier it's actually fits more to our personality because we're germans always pretend to be cool but it will you know <laughs> like but actually we're very i mean we are all cool but <laughs> we have to we have to understand who we are you know what i mean like i'm a, like also my 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 american boyfriend says like you're so Trumansky. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like being trying to be in time everywhere like just like everything it has to be very efficient. And I feel like um, that kind of music is kind of efficient if you think about it. It's like, like really Chicago's music has a way more funky moments and soul elements than Chermansky, I always say it's Chermansky, I don't know, Cherman, electronic <laughs> music. <laughs> and, um, but honestly, I just thought that um, I wanted to have vocals in my tracks and I don't want it to be like superficial. I want some poetry in and how can you create any poetry it only with your mother tongue language? I didn't feel comfortable in singing in English because I knew I, would, I wouldn't reach the kind of depth that I want to give it to it, like as it deserves. You only can do it. You only understand poetry if it's your mother tongue. I would say, unless you haven't lived for at least a 10 years somewhere else. And I, at that point, I didn't. So, and I loved like all the old records from my mom, like Nina Hagen that I rediscovered.
0: Dying to get Nina Hagen on the show.
1: Yeah, exactly. I fucking, she's the mother of punk, you know? Some, like all the, like a lot of young people now they don't even know who that is. I mean, you can't blame them, but so, but my mom had all those records. She listened to Nina. Uh, Nina, 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 exactly. Nina, and, and, <laughs> Nina, Nina, and Nina, Hagen, Nina. Hagen, <laughs> Hagen, exactly. And my lo- my dad loved Hildegard Knief records, yes. all that kind of stuff. And that's
0: Which, okay, let's pick one Nina Hagen track and one Hildegard Knief
1: track. Um, Nina Hagen, obviously, du hast den Farbfilm vergessen, just because it reminds me so much of my mom. We were both, like, they were born in the old GDR, so that was obviously a thing for them.
2: der <laughs> Am Strand von Hinten sie Micha, mein Micha Und alles tat so weh Dass die Kaninchen Scheuschauten aus dem Bau So laut entblut sich Mein Leid ins Himmelblau So böse stampfte Mein nachter Fuß den Sand Und schlug ich Von meiner Schulter deiner Hand Micha
1: It's, it's a part of who I am and where my family is from from the older GDR so then then Hildegard Knef um, Es soll rote Rosen regnen is obviously also a classic and I choose it because like there are way more really cool tracks um, but or songs um, but I think this is also the most significant I remember at least when my mom played me that kind of music Mit 16, sagte ich Ich will, will groß
0: sein, will siegen, will froh sein, nie lügen. Mit 16 sagte ich still, ich will, will alles oder nichts. Für mich soll's rote Rosen regnen. Mir sollten sämtliche Wunder begegnen.
2: Die Welt sollte sich umgestalten und ihre Sorgen
0: für sich behalten. Ja, yeah, I mean. I love both of those records and I I, and I can hear it. You're bringing that that tradition back.
1: Yeah, I remember singing literally my mom singing You Hustle and Fab I guess, for Nina Hagen. I will never forget that.
0: Angela Merkel, that was her outro song oh, for her. I yes,
1: heard that crazy, right? <laughs> Muti. Ciao, Muti. <laughs> ciao, Muti. <laughs> <laughs> Do you
0: have a favorite American gigolo? No. Gigolo Records. No, DJ Hell's record label was Gigolo Records, right? Yeah, yeah. correct, yes. No, not American Gigolo. <laughs> yeah. Favorite, do you have a favorite <laughs> track record from uh, Gigolo Records? I
1: have a favorite album, actually. It, it's the the Mishmash album from 2006. That was one of my first records, electronic music records I've bought. And I've bought it and I still play it or let's say it again and it's like a collection of re- mixes and edits he did from very big artists and tracks like there's one from Grace Jones and um, uh, Bachelor Boys, Western Girls, Remixes, Justice, uh, We Are Your Friends, stuff you can't buy, they're not available digitally and their record is also sold out. So I was lucky enough to have that record, that CD literally, Mm. at home and Mishmash is me personally, the most influential piece of electronic music, especially because it combines the world of, like, as I say, Chris Jones, pop rock music, avant garde, with that kind of time. DJ Hell is a, yeah. So, if, if, I, I was wondering if you could hear it at least on Spotify because everyone's asking me what all those remixes, they can't (laughs) find it everywhere and I'm so proud, you know, at that time.
0: Unshazamable.
1: Yeah, unshazamable (laughs) shit, yes.
0: Uh, who was also on the show he has um, on his Patreon uh, he has a Patreon page and uh, he was like it's all unshazamable. it's a set with unshazamable tracks fuck yes oh my god yes <laughs> but honestly for me it's. Like, um, I take it as a compliment when I'm playing a gig and someone puts their phone up and shazams because I know which tracks you can shazam or not and I think it's it's a nice
1: compliment, you know? Yeah, sometimes I should send my own music because I... <laughs> yeah, can... me too, because I forget <laughs> the <time. laughs> yes, Exactly. And then people ask me what it is, and of course, so awkward, I don't know the name. Yeah. I don't know. Especially new stuff that you just played for a certain show or set, you yeah. know? Uh,
0: the, those compilations, and it's also that period. It's pre social media and streaming service and stuff where these uh, compilations in any genre in hip-hop or especially in electronic music yeah. uh, the early 2000s mid-2000s where these compilations were big like dj hell uh, i mean as heard of the radio cell wax mm-hmm. you know the yeah. error uh, D- Alkan, bugged out all these like period it's a very specific electro yeah. clash-ish indie yeah. sound at compilations and there's actually one i found on discogs yeah. I was uh, talking about miss kitten and i uh, send it to you after and maybe i'll play something now incredible yeah. it's one of her earliest i think from 2001 or two some compilation it's called electric clash berlin sound or something like that this is incredible Kitty,
1: speaking through a wireless microphone Discovered all this kind of stuff a little bit later, but because in two thousand and one I was still too young to understand what that is. I was that was my hip hop phase, I have yeah, to say. Yeah. And so I understood actually more like after two. Th- I think would say two thousand and six was my year of just eye opening, like for electronic music, the mm-hmm. the, the eye opening moment or year I would say. Um, and then I just w- looked back a little a couple of years because you know when you're that young like five years is just like almost a whole lifetime yeah Yeah, seriously you know like the the kind of development you're gonna make in one or two years is significant so in 2001 I was wearing like baggies and being a teenager and in 2006 like starting college you know so that's
0: shit yeah, but I mean, no. we dig, we dig, we find stuff from that period now today.
1: You're also getting fucking old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's no, 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 no. This is this is no ageism here. Don't try
0: to res- rescue, save yourself. <laughs> um, do you ever you were talking about poetry and uh, speaking and 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 in, in German? Do you have a favorite German poem?
1: Uh, like a, a writer, I love. A writer. Yeah, I mean, I still think that Goethe and Schiller were like untouchable at some point. I also wrote poems by myself. Yeah, that was all. Yeah. I, still, I still do that, by the way. My, I think my music is poetry, like the kind of lyrics, to me at least. Um, yeah.
0: you give us a little paraphrasing.
1: Oh God. Um, I mean, obviously like the, 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 the lyrics of Alles, um, Alles was ist, ist schon jetzt vorbei. Alice. Definitely something that's just meant to be you when you the moment when you realize that the second is just so short. It's present, past, and future at the same time. And you don't even need to take trucks. It's just so overwhelming that I just thought, oh my god, what am I gonna do with my life? And what what what's what's there's so it raised so many questions that what is time space? What is this? It's just so surreal, fictional, also the concept of time—the now, the past—and and it's and it and they all somehow melt together. And that's and that's technically about the one song about Alice, though the moments you just experience and what you make out of it and what is the past, the present, and the future, and it's all met, melted together in one single friction of time—a millisecond or whatever, you know. Nice save. You no, know, it's too deep. <laughs> deep shit on the afternoon yeah
0: (laughs) you have a favorite Italo disco record?
1: I love Wrong Era that music you know the record label from a bunch of Italians which which label? Wrong Era Wrong Era? yeah they're 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 a bunch of Italians living in Berlin they're so to say for me the modern Italian disco guys and whatever they bring out I love it and um
0: Oh, sorry. we talking, <laughs> talking about Germany. Thomas Hayo is here. Hi. Welcome. Oh my God. Hi. How are
2: you? Good.
1: Hi. Pleasure.
0: Look at him. so hilarious. I was like, just going to say hello. Is he bothering you? It looks like it. No,
1: we actually. <laughs> the Deutsche oh, Runde. The <laughs> Deutsche Runde. Quatsch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite song, Thomas Hayo? All of my Auntie. That
2: was the first time I spielen konnte on the Klavier. Ganz so, oder? Mach people. ja doch nicht so toll, Opa und so ein Quatsch hier. Von wem Viva Colonia ist dein Viva Colonia, ja,
0: klar. Are you guys doing are we on
2: Air? Ja. ja.
1: ja. Really? Ja. This is
2: how
0: you do this? That's how I do it. Well, usually it's two mics, but today it's one mic. I had no idea. Why is that high tech? That's incredible. Yellow tech, German engineering. Is that what it is? Ja. Aus Mohnheim. Echt? Ja, bei Düsseldorf. Ja. Das ist ja geil. Aus ja. Düsseldorf auch noch. Ja. Mensch, schön. Nee, ist das dein Ernst? Du nimmst das auf dem Ding auf? SD-Card.
1: Yes. Das muss eigentlich Teil des Podcasts bleiben. Diese, okay, yeah. Du nimmst das mit dem Ding auf. Das
0: kann <lacht> sein hier. Guck mal hier. Das ist ja.
1: Ist das? <lacht>
0: Ach, Mensch, Gut.
2: dann macht mal schön weiter hier, lass er nicht stören. Ja. <lacht> Zu
0: spät, ja, ja, ne? Nicht zu spät. Naja, und auch so in der. Ja, <lacht> klar, das fahren wir. Das ich Das gibt doch gar nicht. Ich finde ich mein, das
1: hier sehr schön. Ich, ja, ich finde das auch ich find schön. fühle mich gemütlich. Deutsche okay. runter. Ja, Mensch, dann viel Spaß noch. Danke dir. Danke. Ne? Herrlich.
0: Na, er merkt Englisch. Back to Italo Disco from Berlin.
1: <lacht> from Berlin, yes. Uh, wrong Era, amazing record label from a bunch of Italians who moved to Berlin and whatever they bring out is just so fucking fabulous um and it's hard to say what's my favorite italo track i mean i still kind of love electric bail oh nee hat das schneid die scheiße raus it's, uh, <laughs> it's actually Mr. Fleago Take a Chance. Ooh. We're talking about favorite uh, Italian disco track. So if I come up with two underground shit stuff, you know, what's yeah. the point? Oh.
0: both <laughs> well you're getting ready for a night out when you're not playing when you're like oh maybe when you're playing but you're like you know, in the shower, putting some clothes on Ooh, feeling good, what's your go to track
1: uh, at home um, I actually have a really nice playlist
0: great we're gonna add all those tracks to your playlist
1: and I'm gonna use that right away perfect it's called Peril's Favorites where I literally add all this stuff. Public. It's public. You can listen to it. I just started it a couple of months ago. So you know that kind of like um, algorithm from Spotify where you, where they recommend you like stuff, and mm. um, I really listen to that kind of stuff. And also, and then I, you just stumble over the next thing, and you go in the the next radio thing, and and everything I really really like, I just put in that kind of list. And I, sometimes I also take it out. And um, it's a very personal influenced list. So, um, and I could literally choose any of those tracks here. But
0: one of those tracks that you always your go-to. Like, you're getting ready, uh, you always put this track on. It gets into the oh, mood. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's from uh, Passion, um, the Naked Mix um, uh, from Gut Decor. Or how do you do? You know how to pronounce it? That's my favorite. Gut
0: Decor. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. It's like early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Do you want me to repeat that so people understand? No. Oh, they understood. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the better, the better, the better.
0: What's your go-to falling in love or heartbreak song? Oh,
1: that's a really tough question. I think um, it's Backstreet Boys, Everybody. The ex- <laughs> extended mix. This one, I definitely like, had the, the best time ever. And I, that was where I met my boyfriend.
0: Listen to Backstreet
1: Boys. Yes. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to come up with like, Backstreet Boys just out of the blue? No. It happened. It happened. I I played at a sauna party for life and death and we had this really cute it's called swinger disco mm. stage where you could play everything except serious music in terms of like oh, cool. club music. Yeah. And my brothers from Marvin and Guy, um They, they, we were playing back to get back. And I said, you know what? I'm going to bring also, um, Backstreet Boys because the extended mix is actually quite cute. And we wanted to play 90s, 2000 hits. You know, kind of stuff you grew up with. And then literally, like, like all CD chase somehow went into an emergency loop. They stopped, (laughs) they stopped playing. All the sticks were stuck. the only yeah and the only thing like there and and before the music went out i had to react so i literally digged out my backstreet boys cd (laughs) pushed it in and uh and then the extended mix of everybody uh literally just killed like the whole festival people were just so fucking freaking out they went in, in 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 the break imagine there is a break in that song in the extended club song and everyone went down on the floor and I didn't even recognize. I mean, like Jesus Christ, it was literally like an emergency thing. Before we had like ABA, Kylie Minogue, like stuff you would play, like like classic dance floor stuff. But in a, but Backstreet Boys till then was not a thing, you know. And and then like this guy across my DJ booth was filmed everything, and it was Charlie, my boyfriend. We just we didn't know each other. And then after the show, he hit me up and said like, Look, I filmed this moment. And um, and then like a couple of weeks later, when I was playing in Miami, I showed him the same kind of video reverse where my friend sent him and everyone else was on the floor except like...
0: Is, there, is it online somewhere?
1: It is online, yes. It's on my um, Instagram in 2000 summer
0: 2018. Right, I'm gonna rip it. Yeah, rip it. <laughs> When you fall in love, and sometimes there's some heartbreaks, and after the heartbreak you're out and about, and you're feeling good again, and you're feeling sexy again. What's the sexiest song?
1: The sexiest song is because we're talking about like all the classics. I think definitely it's Kylie Minogue. I can't you get. I can't get you out of my head. it's just very cliche but it reminded me right this minute on um beaming me back to that festival where we played all that stuff that was forbidden because we were so stuck in serious club music at that time i feel like it opened up in the last yeah. couple of years that's why i came up with the concept of hits hits hits. it was a, a joke at that time but you have to imagine uh, like berlin at that time a couple of years ago was too serious yeah, for I everything so, and then I made, like, this, my kind of version out of it and played every now and then, like, a hit. Like, there is something, like, nothing in between. I either play, like, super, just only underground music nobody ever heard before and then just mix it with kind of, you know, for uh, the way to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so, and this is, like, and I'm not afraid, like, when we're sitting here talking about music, I think I have, like, I'm curating so much unreleased music. Exactly. It, it, you I, know? I'm not afraid to really dig out the big, things, like, hits.
0: even for myself I always say I love to walk this fine line between chic and cheese that's my exactly, yeah, exactly. that's but my that, fine line I like to balance 100%. that
1: of course I could also name I could oh, don't I could, perfect. I could go in my list to kind of dig out the more sophisticated shit but I think also I have to say it is a fucking good track Kylie Minogue exactly.
0: you know when uh, talking about that I remember when uh, oh. remember when Grimes did her boiler room and I talk about this with uh, Bradley yeah. Zero and Richie Horton and yeah. their episodes because yeah. obviously is both related yeah. to that episode and I think till this day, Boiler Room hasn't released that set. And Grimes just did exactly that. I think because it, it was so serious. Like, you know, yeah. we only play serious music. It's techno, yeah. house, disco, whatever it is, yeah. right? Yeah. And she just came and did her thing, didn't give a fuck, played Vengaboys Boys, which I yeah. think is hilarious, you know? It, it, but it's Univisa, so- of
1: course, play Vengaboys Boys. Why not? Exactly. We, we did the same, like the, the Boiler Room a year later with Marvin and Guy, and just didn't only 90th hits. Of course, we got such a shitstorm but we had the best time of our (laughs) life. don't understand them I feel sorry for them you know so it's it's an homage on our I have to say I didn't I never was really cool as a kid I listened to Venka boys yeah. Jesus Christ this is how I truly got into electronic music
2: Exactly.
0: Going back to the beginning, where it's like in the in '90s, the sound was so hard, yeah. like because it it's already it was part of our DNA.
1: Exactly, and and that's that's how that was my first experience with electronic music. And I, anyone else who says like he listened to acid when he was a kid, I uh, I really <laughs> doubt that. Sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: who knows? Yeah. Let's talk about the future. We're talking about the past. Now we talk about the future. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> Are you working on something right now? Actually, when you're in the studio, do you create audio mood boards? Uh, like, do you have like playlists that this is like the vibe I'm going for? Sorry,
1: I don't because it's very important. I have like a mood board in my my body, in my in my personal feeling. There is something that needs to come out, and then I really start on the kind of music and let it flow. And um, I, maybe I should do that, I don't know. I, I'm just doing like a lots of sketches and then see what comes around. Right now I'm really quick in just, um, yeah, exercising and, and, and yeah, executing music.
0: What do you work with? Like how, how can I, what's your studio life like? Like how can I in, we envision it?
1: Um, well, like right now, it's not the kind of studio I had in the past where you just were like, come into a nice, equipped room, simply because of my circumstances that changed moving from America, from Germany to America, still have my, like most, uh, not half actually my complete studio is still in Berlin in a, in a self-storage, so everything I have here except my sound card and my headphones, I had to buy new again, so... Um, What I have is, like, um, a good interface, good studio headphones, and I have a MOOC subsequence, um, and then uh, I love the the Korg uh, synth, like, XD stereo. And I think these, you don't need more. Actually, you really don't need more. Maybe a nice drum machine, but even that, if you have good cymbals, just fuck it. And... um, and I actually love it. The less I have, the more creative I am, to be honest, because you have to be creative with what you have. You have to stick with your little equipment. Just, yeah, and I think these two uh, instruments are very good. Like a, a good moo can give you a really good bass line or whatever, and then you have a nice, maybe buy a good delay, a good reverb, and that's it. And then you have, like, and and the core um, XT is a fabulous uh, synth for pads and string melodies and stuff like that. So, yeah. And that's what I work with and a a studio microphone. And you can go wherever you want. Relatively.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The international (laughs) gypset. Yeah. Shit. So what are the upcoming... uh Releases, anything planned for this year still and gigs?
1: I tell you this, uh, there's an album coming out on Compact.
0: Oh, when?
1: May. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't just leave. I told you that this is like... Okay. Yeah, so the album finally is coming out. It's a different one than um i've expected in the beginning i i will show you the the artwork and you're gonna die because it's so good it's better than i've ever imagined and it's a big step for me personally mm-hmm. um then you understand that but we can't reveal too much and um i, I also don't want to reveal what the name is unless you tell me and you promise me that this broadcast is coming out after i announce the, the announcement what is the announcement in uh, March thirtieth. Yeah. So uh, I tell you yeah. the the name of the album. Yeah. Of the record or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Oh, <laughs> um I don't know. I, okay. my, my my like Compact's gonna call me and I just they fly over just to kick my ass if right. I do it. Before. Johnny Don't <laughs> But yeah, there's gonna be an album on Compact and I'm very excited about it. So that's, that's that's a big thing for me, obviously, bringing out an album, yeah. Well, Perel,
0: to wrap up our little chat. If your life would be a movie, what song would play in the end credits?
1: I think definitely Perel and Alice. Why? Because it's exactly uh, embodies the whole weird feeling about time being born and then just five minutes later, you're already graduating high school. Five minutes later, you're you're graduating college and then and then suddenly you're you're turning thirty and um and then you're like, "Oh, my fucking God, yeah, I had like a big crisis because I still feel like I'm sixteen. <laughs> so um, and I'm okay with that. But I feel like time is running so fast. It it somehow it was a, it was also a quite a different path of my life. So I I graduated high school and, and, and college. I've I haven't been had that confident to go the full artist movement straight from the beginning. So and even I always had been into music, but I would say this track, little this song track, literally puts together all my emotional um, states I had on. the past couple of years including me turning 30 <laughs> yes
0: Perell, are we on air
1: we are on air and my name is Perel thank you so much
0: it's been a real pleasure thank you very much
1: yeah my it was my really a big pleasure for me yeah. yes Trimador. Trimador. <laughs> Die Zeit der
2: Raum
0: Thank you for tuning in this week if you want to listen to the full playlist visit rionair.com or our spotify channel you can also find us on instagram and on youtube at Rionair. and a big thank you to my wonderful team at studio noi i'm Arman Nafei, and i'll speak to you soon